welcome to Lennox Crazy Podcast. This is podcast number 89. Wow, I bet y'all didn't think I was going to be doing another podcast. Well, here I am. I uh, haven't done a podcast in a little while. Uh, one of the main reasons is because I uh, have my father with me now. The uh, poor guy didn't have anybody really to take care of him, so I figured uh, I'd do the right thing and and look after him best I can. So the I had a little place. Uh, it was basically an efficiency because it's just me. So I needed to get a two-bedroom apartment. So I had to, uh, you know, look around for an apartment, find one and all that good stuff, and then uh, moving. I was pretty settled in the place I was in. I had, uh, you know, I had a web server there. I had uh, my... FTP server, I had asterisk server, I had some test boxes. Basically, I was living in like a computer room is basically what, what I lived in. And it was fine by me, you know. Uh, so I got a regular two-bedroom apartment. And with that, I had to uh, switch over the, you know, all the bills and addresses. And, and I had to line up a mover. I had a friend of mine that actually helped me do the moving. Uh, we had to rent a truck and all that good stuff. I had to get his furniture. His furniture was actually in another town, uh, not too far from where I live. But we had to pick up the furniture and all that good stuff. So, But I'm settled now, so hopefully I'll get back in the swing of things. Uh, the only thing that's different is uh, where I'm at now. I don't have my uh, asterisk server here. I didn't go through the trouble. Well, one of the main reasons was not really because of the trouble, well, yeah, to that, but where I was staying before, uh, I was pretty lucky as far as the uh, electricity, the power was included in my uh, monthly payment. So now that I'm over here and I haven't really gotten any bills yet, so I'm a little bit curious to see what my actual power bill is going to be. I'm afraid it's liable to be uh, between 150 and $200 a month. And so I got to kind of watch my bills. So I can can't really see running a server 24/7 just for my own little uh, tinkering and stuff. So I'm gonna have to uh, find another way to uh, do interviews. And when I do interviews, to record them. I know I can use Google Voice, uh, but that has somebody has to call me, which you know a lot of times people don't want to. I mean, you're asking them to do an interview, so you don't want to have to ask them also to pay for the call. So I'm looking at getting a Olympus uh, recording device. Uh, it has a, it's actually got a little recorder, and then you buy an, like an earphone for it that actually is a microphone that uh, records both sides of the conversation. So I'm looking into one of those I'm going to try. And that looks like that's about the best way to go and most inexpensive. The device is actually 35 and the microphone's another 15. So for about 50 bucks, I can record uh, phone calls. So I think I'm going to go ahead and get that and see how that works. Uh, I've, I think I've heard some other podcasters say that they use that and it worked out fine. So if anybody's got any ideas, just uh, uh, shoot me an email at david at com. I've still been fooling around with Gen 2 and all that goes along with that. I haven't been quite as active, uh, like I said, because I've had a little bit of a problem uh, getting on the Internet and stuff until I got all settled here where I'm at because I was pretty busy there for a little while. And to be honest with you, I kind of lost interest, too. 
I had a lot of other stuff on my mind, and it was hard to kind of get motivated, concentrate, and stuff. So now I seem to be getting a little bit more in tune. So we'll, uh, I was wanted to get this podcast out, uh, just kind of a let everybody know what's going on podcast, and also just to say hello. And um, there was a bunch of people who asked me, "Hey, Dave, when are you going to put out another podcast?" So all that was nice. So. I'll see if I can't uh, do a few more podcasts along the way. I want to at least try to get to 100. So we're at uh, 89 now, so we're getting there. Uh, a couple things that's been going on is uh, Gen 2 has a, like Woe, has been working on a new uh, DVD, and it's uh, 11.1, and it's actually got the latest and the greatest KDE, and it's got actually got GNOME 3. So with uh, that, I tried GNOME 3 on his DVD, and... It worked pretty good. I'm a long-time GNOME user, so I, I don't know if I'm going to be using GNOME 3 or not. I'll get into that a little bit more, uh, because now I've basically been using OpenBox. I kind of just like the old simple stuff. I, I don't know if I'm really going to go for all that fancy stuff, but we'll see. Maybe I'll get hooked to it. It just it seems like a lot of trouble for not much bang for your buck to me, and it's a lot more stuff seems like you go wrong. With this OpenBox... I mean, there's nothing really that can go wrong, you know, once you get it kind of configured the way you want it. Because basically all I use is, like right now I'm using Audacity. I'll use some Office. Uh, like I went to Lib, LibreOffice. I got rid of OpenOffice because uh, basically in Gen 2, uh, that's the only one that's really being supported. There's a couple of Gen 2 developers that are actually upstream for a LibreOffice. So... Uh, that package is being kept up to date. All the bug fixes are being done. So open office is kind of going by the wayside. So uh, so that's what I, I'll use office apps. I uh, Naturally, I use email and a web browser. I use a web browser a lot and email and um, IRC. I might listen to some music or watch some movies and stuff. So that's basically uh, MPlayer or or uh, GNOME, I use GNOME in player. Uh, see, so I use some of the GNOME apps, but I use the GNOME apps uh, within uh, OpenBox. So I don't really care for the uh, GNOME 3 interface, and I'm, I'm sure I'd be the same thing with Ubuntu or any of them. I mean, it's not that it's something that I really dislike. I guess it's just, it seems to be more trouble than it's worth, but maybe if I got used to it, I'd like it better. I uh, installed it here on Gen 2. In fact, what I did was I took that box that I was telling you about, that old asterisk box uh, slash uh, web server slash FTP server slash uh, storage box. <laughs> and I uh, figured it would be a good time just to go ahead and do a fresh install. And I would do a fresh Gen 2 install, and I would go ahead and put uh, GNOME 3 on it. So that's what I did. Uh, the, inst the install, there was a few little uh, bumps along the way, but uh, the GNOME team for Gen 2 done a fantastic job of getting everything uh, ready. Uh, I'm not exactly sure when they'll unmask it for the masses, but uh, for right now, it's, it is usable. And um, the GNOME team, uh, I think one of the main guys that's been doing a lot of work uh, putting all the e-builds together and testing was uh, Nurbik uh, Calkin. And he's done a great job. I see his name on a bunch of the e-builds. And I know I've seen uh, some more of the developers that have uh, done some work there. I think Ford Prefect has done some work and uh, some of the others. So uh, let's see. What did I, how did I get it installed? 
Uh, well, like I said, I did a basic uh, uh, Gen 2 install, and then I went ahead and upgraded it to uh, testing, which is uh, in Gen 2, there's basically uh, stable and then to testing. So I updated it to testing. And then what I had to do was I had to do a little bit of uh, configuring, uh, configuring into Etcetera Portage. And inside that directory, there's uh, another uh, directory. It's called Profile. So inside Profile, I had to add something to unmask because it's uh, it was one of the uh, use flags is masked by Profile. So I had to unmask with the file use.mask. So it'll be etc. Portage Profile use.mask, and in that I added uh, minus. Uh, introspection. Basically what that does is, is unmask the introspection use flag. And uh, then once I did that I moved over to uh, etc. Portage uh, package unmask and inside that I had to, well I went ahead and um, unmasked uh, the latest and greatest uh, system apps uh, forward slash portage and in this file that's I had to add, I had to add that too but it had really nothing to do with uh, GNOME 3 and then I had to unmask uh, GNOME base GDM and uh, X11 uh, window manager MetaCity. So, and uh, next one that I had to play around with, I think, was uh, package keywords. I think this might be just for um, Portage. Yeah, I had to add um, uh, system apps Portage uh, asterisk to uh, package keywords in order to unmask the masked. Uh, system apps portage but that has nothing to do with GNOME 3 and let me see if I got anything here for package use yes I had to uh, in package use I got netlibs forward slash gtk dash vnc and I had to add the use flag there gtk3 for package use and that's uh, about it. And then uh, all I did was just uh, I went ahead and updated everything on the system to make sure that it was all up to date. And then I went ahead and did the magic emerge GNOME. Now with GNOME 3, there's uh, I have a Nevada driver in this uh, particular box that I was installing it on. I mean, and a Nevada card, sorry. And I've used pretty much always used the proprietary driver here the last few years. Uh, I've been, I got a couple boxes with ATI cards now, uh, kind of getting away from the divider cards, and actually that is what I would probably run GNOME 3 on if I was running it all the time. Uh, maybe better support in that. I, I did actually um, try it with the Nevada card, but uh, there's some bugs with the Nevada card, and actually GNOME 3 would not work with the Nevada card that I had. I have an older Nevada card. So um, I had to had to actually set this up using the uh, Nuvo uh, driver, the uh, open source uh, Nevada driver, so I could get the 3D. You need all that 3D stuff uh, in order to um, in order for GNOME 3 to work properly. It's you have to have the 3D graphics drivers working. I think there is a fallback mode that you can use, but you lose some of the. Uh, I guess uh, features. I, maybe that's what I should use a fallback mode. <laughs>
But uh, anyhow, so I played around with it, and there's a bunch of good uh, websites that have all the different tricks and stuff for GNOME 3. There's a bunch of keyboard shortcuts uh, that you could get used to. I don't know. I'm just so used to this open box now that I'm I'm pretty much set in my way. So they can go ahead and have it. Pretty much, that's the way I feel about it. So, but I'll uh, I'll give it a try. That's about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably just my everyday box. I'll stay with this open box. So that was uh, pretty much the only thing I've been experimenting with was the GNOME 3. I've never been a big KDE user, so there's no reason to get started with that now. I uh, I will boot up a. a uh, a DVD that has KDE on it just to kind of see what it's like. Uh, the Gen 2 DVD had KDE on it. It was really nice. It worked really good. Uh, I could see how I could uh, get to like it uh, once I got used to it. But uh, like I said, I'm just kind of setting my ways here. So uh, the main thing I wanted to do was just to get a little podcast out and uh, let everybody know that I'm still around. And I'll... Uh, Oh, keep them coming. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.